Hello. Hey, everyone. How are you? Hi. Mary. Let's invite Mary to the speaker. Hello, everyone. Let's wait for Justin. Hey, Alisa, can you try to buy Justin? I can't see him. Hey, Mary, how are you? Yeah. Okay. Some technical issues, as usual, for clear spaces. No. It's all good. I'm enjoying the music, yeah. following everyone here. That's what I'm doing, and I'm sharing out the space. So, yeah, happy thanks. to be here. Everyone, let's tweet about the space, share if possible. We have Jillian here, inviting you right now, sharing in the mic. Justin is having some technical issues, as usual. We'll see if Elon will be able to solve these issues. I don't understand why you can't use the spaces from the computer yet. That must be on purpose, same as why you can't shut down your cell phone if you're using YouTube to keep the music going. We never know. Hey, waiting for Justin. We'll begin in a bit. Did he say he's having problems? Yep. Probably. As usual. Yeah. Yesterday, um, one of our speakers said he had to delete the app and get it back. <laughs> and then it worked. Uh, that's true. I'll let him know. Any musical suggestions? Oh, this is uh, an old track. Do you remember this track? Hello, Jillian. You have the, the mic now. Hello, how are you? Very pleased to heard about you today. You're a bit of a hero, I understand. Sorry, what? It's a bit too loud here. Yeah, Justin says you're a bit of a hero. <laughs> no, no, of course not. He he is the 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 sunshine of this space. I just try to <laughs> to follow his his rhythm, you know. And do you prefer to be called J Rod or Jose? J Rod is okay. Okay. We have Justin there. Approve. Oh, he's there. Hey, do you remember this track? Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and play it, man. Let, let's get let's get some mood going on. Also here today with us, Rox. Hello, Rox. 
Good morning, everyone. Rock, awesome you? to see you again. Thank you for coming. Yep. Nice to see you both. I see Mary Beth here too. Mary Beth is going to Web3 Summits, right, Mary? That's right. Hey, everyone. It's Mary Beth Salas. I'm excited to be here with Benzinga and Jose, J. Rod. And I'll be at Web3 Summits in Miami and Decentral and a couple other things. But excited to be here today. Thank you. Awesome. Glad to have you here. We, we also have our, our Dublin connection on with us and one of my favorite people in the whole Web3 space, Jillian Godsell. Hello, Jillian. Hi, Justin. Jose was just saying hello to me. And I let out your secret, Justin, that you think that um, Jose, you think which, that Jose is the coolest person. <laughs> is, is a what person? You think that Jose, J-Rod, J is the coolest person going. So I've let your secret out. I'm sorry. J-Rod is, is my perfect muse to do this show. It, it's, it's really true. Like, I, I, think it's, I think it's fantastic. This is like the kind of big tent crypto discussion that or web three discussion that I always kind of wanted to have. Like on the one hand, you know, you get in uh big speakers like osmosis, which uh had to cancel today because I originally told them it was going to be 2 PM. We're just setting up the show. So I'm sorry, Osmosis, not going to be able to make today, but, um, and I like bigging, uh, booking big guests, but I never wanted to lose booking like, you know, independent artists and uh, nonprofits and just other programs totally. that deserve to be talked about, but aren't Tim Draper, you know, nothing wrong with Tim Draper. I love talking to Tim Draper, but you know, like uh, can't always be the top 100 people. So like today uh, we are, we're going to talk to Jillian. She's got, block leaders and an nft drop coming up rocks we could talk more about the show that they have coming up as well glad to throw it to mary as well we may still have osmosis and a couple of other uh projects that i've been reaching out to dropping in on us uh as as we're going along today so uh we'll uh we'll we'll see how that goes it's going to be a flying by the seat of our pants uh kind of thing yeah so first a small advertisement. Everyone look at the left corner of your screen. You will see a blue bubble with one comment. Please go and smash the like and comment and tweet okay. so everyone will join the space and we generate a bit more of awareness that this is going on. We have some more speakers. Yeah, right on. You know, it, it like I was I was asking myself if this is a uh, a web three effort. And I think minimally it's, it's a web 2.5 effort in that, like there's no, there's no economy around it, but you've got basically a situation where people are both content contributors and, and listeners. So I guess we kind of have that dynamic going on or that that's our little, our little nod to web three. And uh, thank you everyone for coming in and being part of it. Honestly, the reaction and just this, just being our fourth episode, I guess, has already been really pretty fantastic. Totally. And it's also great to be also in direct touch, in contact with, with our, with our, with our audience, you know, maybe we're too much a bit writing articles or making interviews. And then we don't receive a, like a direct feedback as we can receive it on a space and invite uh -huh. everyone to join. So I also, I enjoy that. And, and this is the fourth edition of Crypto Open Mic and we're planning to keep it long. So stay right tuned. On. 
and we have McFarland Toys with us as well, which is which is great. Every everyone, of course, is uh, familiar with Todd McFarland's art, or at least if you collected uh, comic books between the 1990s and now, you're certainly familiar with it. You're familiar with the line of action figures, etc. Let's go ahead and. Uh, and, and and invite them to uh, come say hello. Hello, who do we have from from McFarland Toys? Hello, um, thanks for having me. I'm Trevor. Um, I am currently. I work with McFarland Toys. We on the uh, McFarland Toys digital platform, which we literally just announced today. Um, we were talking with the uh, Benzinga team the other day about coming, uh, they, and they invited us to the space. So thought we'd jump up here and say hello and uh, kind of introduce ourselves. And then um, should the conversation go, they're happy to talk a little bit about uh, what we're building in the space. Yeah, let's do it. Let, let's 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 go ahead and let's go ahead and jump into it. We'll lead off with with some NFTs. Being kind of a bummer year for NFTs, though. Though I, I have to say, Trevor. <laughs> Yes, yeah, it has. It's, did, uh, did you did you plan on this market when you conceived of this marketplace that you just opened up? You know, I think it's a good question. I mean, it has the market moved in the direction that everybody would have liked? Absolutely not. But I don't think if your project's only going to be successful in a bull market, it's probably not a good project. So we're hoping that we have something that's really compelling and exciting here. We very much operate in the kind of the digital collectible space, which is been even in this state still being still been fairly healthy we're uh, pretty excited about what we're doing and i mean they say bear market is time to build and we've spent this year really building something here that's well, true that we is- firmly believe that the bear market is time not only to build but also to educate and learn about stop losses right <laughs> see I, i'm still under the impression that uh you know it, it, it's it's about uh you know lambos and champagne so I, just, I I don't I don't know J Rod you you're, you're you're breaking my idealism here. This is also we can be passively rich, right? <laughs> well, uh, a few projects <laughs> can say the opposite. No, it, no, you're you're absolutely right. This this is a year to build. Um, everyone's been saying it, and you know, like especially talking to Layer One networks, just look at the number of improvements that have been sort of like knock-on improvements following Ethereum. We, we've got such like, as uh, such as Solana doing an upgrade, uh, you know, to become more ecologically uh, uh, sound. Such as uh, Cosmos yeah. is, is planning a major expansion. Um, geez, BNB just rolled out uh, soulbound tokens, which they call uh, BAB tokens, for example. There's, uh, you know, you've got uh, St- Stephen Rust and Laguna Labs, like we talked about last week, uh, introducing uh, basically recession proof or inflation proof. Yeah, right. Black like the, the ecosystem is getting a bit of momentum, right? I'm feeling it. It's like a lot of new projects, but. And also, like, projects that survive that are, like, still with a, a team that wants to work and to build and keep improving their services, you know? How do you and, feel about that? It, I, it's, I think it's fantastic. And I think that, uh, you know, at one point, I can't remember who I heard say this, but I heard uh, some futurists talking and saying, basically, our most um, precious commodity is human beings is ideas are, are the ideas themselves 
So at this point, it's uh, look at, I mean, keep an eye, everyone, on anything that Vitalik Buterin comes out with because he talks about soulbound tokens. BNB chain rolls them out within three months. He talked about flat tokens a month ago, and now we've got Laguna Labs bringing Can us. Can you flat remind tokens. us what are flat tokens? Um, so the idea is that they're creating a stable coin that instead of being staked to fiat um, like USDT or staked to a single commodity, they are using an algorithm that follows like many different cost indicators so that it tracks directly to uh, inflation itself. So if I buy one of these, I think they're called Luons, Luon tokens that they've just introduced, which are available on testnet in us and uh and and uk right now i'm just doing all this by memory but i believe that's where where they are available um you know it, the idea is that if i invest a dollar you know one usd in them today it will still have the equivalent of one usd even in the event of to go back to buterin's original uh discussion about it even in the event of a governmental collapse, even in the event of something tragic happening to, uh, okay. to uh, the U.S. dollar. Okay, cool so let's idea. say, but like it compensates the the inflation, so it would be it would be like uh, stabilizing with the actual price. Uh huh. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. It, it's is stabilizing uh, uh, with the pri with the price adjusted for inflation. So yep. I mean it it it's becomes another hedge position and frankly I remember writing articles 2 years ago where a lot of uh, very knowledgeable people, very market-based people are talking about, you know, is Bitcoin a safe haven? Well, with the way it's tracked with the S and P five hundred over the past uh, year or so, um, you know, it, it it's uh, I wouldn't necessarily call it a safe haven though. It is it is part of the economy overall. I mean, uh, it's I still agree. not a bad place to have your money, but um, nice so, wording there. So, like a, a flat token as a stable coin idea is the kind of use case that I'm hoping, if successful, will yeah, that, turn that, out to be a way that, that we'll was do what better. I. That was what, what I was thinking. Like, I hope it's successful, but I'm not sure if I would be part of the first experiment, you know? Well, right. It, it's algorithmically attached to, uh, to, to different indicators that uh, indicate it, the, the cost of living increasing or the, of, of inflation. And, of course, the word algorithmic automatically should give all of us hives because the uh last algorithmically tethered token that we uh that we dealt with was terra luna so you know yeah, that didn't exactly. work out so well you know well, everyone else... well, welcome all the new listeners um remember please to go to the left corner of your screen and tweet something around the space to get the algo going you know how it is Nowadays, we have to push the algorithm, right? So I appreciate if you comment and smash the like button, react, everything. Let's go, Justin. Yeah. And remember, this is an open mic space. Welcome, Carlos. Yeah. Welcome, Bex. Everyone, don't feel afraid of unmute yourself and just dive in in any conversation. Here, you don't have to, uh, to be super polite. It's a, a free space, a safe place for everyone to speak. 
Don't worry uh -huh. about your pronunciation or your level of, of education in crypto. It's open for everyone to make dumb questions or comment anything. So it's open mic. I, I was literally thinking to myself last night how I could pitch to everyone. Like, you know, I, I, I'm convinced that, you know, 90% of the people even writing about crypto, <laughs> I think we all have areas that we don't understand as well uh and people are not always inclined to ask questions so this is a place to do that this is this is your space believe it or not that is, that is how i i think that i mean j-rod continue to want to grow it we give everybody a chance to talk and uh so please ask those questions ring in this is the time for it and by the way Alyssa, i, I love the penguin uh, you you mentioned the penguin yesterday, and I had no idea what you were talking about. But I, I love the pu a pudgy penguin uh, uh, yeah, avatar so we got going on. Basically, yesterday we hosted a, a space, but well, not me, but Benzin got powered by hosted by Chris and Logan, and we invited Peng Peng penguins community. Uh, we are going to give a, a give away one penguin. So if you go to Benzinga's Twitter account, you have to retweet the pink tweet and you will be participating for the pink penguin NFT. Yeah, I pinned that tweet to this uh, space so you guys can go retweet that. The, it's, the, the giveaway ends today, so you still have time to enter. All you got to do is retweet the tweet. Love it. Yep, yep. Love a giveaway. The community loves a giveaway. Uh, and by the way, uh, everyone, remember, December 7th, Future of crypto, because we Pazinga still believe that we, uh, you know, like obviously crypto is not going away. Let's be real for a minute here. That is the impression that I get from talking to the billionaires that I get to talk to, people who understand money on a level that I never will, most likely. You know, um, if if the government or if if big money was going to squash uh, crypto. They probably would have done so in 2017. The fact that we're still hanging out there and, and crypto is still legal in the U.S., for for example, goes to show that we've turned out to be more useful than not. From here, it's a matter of what we do with it because, uh, you know, the space is just going to continue to grow. So this is a good time to talk about that growth. Let, let's go ahead. And and by the way, you know, I'm, I might get uh, Hubble Protocol jumping on with us pretty quickly as well. Uh, J-Rod, because I've been just reaching out to people since I uh, I, I botched the time with uh, with Osmosis. I felt bad about that. They'll be coming on next week. I'm sorry, everyone, cool. if you're here for Osmosis today. But let, let's go ahead and talk to McFarlane and, and go through the guests that we do have with us, because I think we'll be have more joining us as well. Okay, so, uh, so uh, I'm sorry, McFarlane, what, can you give me your name again, please? Hey, uh, I'm Trevor. Hi, Trevor. I just didn't want to get it wrong. <laughs> no worries. Um, you know, so tell me about what you've launched today, Trevor. Today is a day for new growth. I'm feeling optimistic. Let's hear about it. Yeah, so what we what we announced today is basically we have launched, we're building a, um, what we're calling the McFarland Toys Digital Platform, which is basically, um, I guess, taking a step back, McFarland Toys has been in the physical toy collectibles industry for over 30 years. We have, um, we kind of wrote the book on high-end, uh, affordable physical collectibles. Um, and we've worked with um, almost every licensor under their sun over the last 30 years delivering 
those kinds of physical collectibles and content. We are now expanding to the digital space um, because we've, I mean, we've seen just like, uh, first of all, the, the growth in that, that we really do believe that collecting is going more towards, uh, towards digital and it will continue. And that whole industry will evolve to have a physical and a digital side. And obviously we want to be a part of that. But on top of that, we also think the technology um, I guess part in within the web three space and then also kind of on the um, high end, more the high end rendering side that allows us to hit the quality bar that we want to hit across a bunch of different devices is also uh, is also there and allows us to, we believe like match or, match or even exceed the quality of our physical pieces in the digital space. So that's a big um, drawing for us. That's like something that's really exciting about, about this. Um, the other side of it that we're also really interested in is not just looking at digital collecting and NFTs as kind of the, the space is extremely content focused and very um, and there's all these discussions all the time that we're very, very familiar with around people basically begging for utility. I think that's kind of the uh, for lack of a better word, the meta in the space kind of shifted from. PFPs and art to now everybody's demanding utility from what they from their uh, NFTs and the space has kind of responded with a lot of promises of future value for us the way we look at our pla at what we're building is it's a platform and our like true measure of success is how much we can engage our audience day in and day out beyond just how many collectibles are out there and what the floor price of those collectibles are we actually care about the the act of collecting and playing and sharing your collection and building tools and systems around our platform in order to enable that and in in essence build utilities around that in order to drive value to the collectibles and to the whole collection experience so where do we go to look at this i see mcfarland.com i see mcfarlandtoys.com toystore.com what what is the url so um if you go to the mcfarland toy store um, at the top, we have a, a new link in the header to digital. So McFarland Toy Store uh, uh, slash digital is the um, uh, is where you can see it, and and that's where we're kind of we're showing off the first uh, piece of the, of this. Also, if you go to this Twitter account, um, we have uh, listed a tweet thread this morning that basically talks about what our launch looks like with a couple videos and demos of the project. Um, and then, uh, and as well as like an absence about like what our first drop is, how that's going to work, how we're tying physical and digital together, as well as, um, uh, like, uh, I mean, the other, <laughs> the other, like more box standard call to actions that you can expect when things launch, follow us on Twitter, join the discord, all that kind of stuff. So in terms of utility, you're essentially going for what I've, what I've heard called a digital approach, which is like physical object tethered to an nft with the uh with the utility being the uh the physical object itself which i believe ties in with the mcfarland collectibles that mcfarland toys is already doing of course i i was collecting comics in 1991 i i'm very familiar with really when when these toys first came out like and revolutionized action figures with more rippling muscles essentially <laughs> <laughs> more appearance of of uh well more scantily clad characters and and, and more rippling muscles and more more uh more detail and and a greater you know kind of an acknowledgement of where uh action figures were going in terms of collectibles um so yeah. now 
you've got a digital expression of kind of the same thing. Yeah. So, but I would also say um, a couple things. One, I, I personally kind of hate that term digital, but it's a, it is somewhat accurate describing the space. Our utility is uh -huh. not limited to you get the is not limited to just the connection between the physical and the digital. Um, it's uh -huh. also about we look at it as a per collection utility as well as like utility across the platform as a hill as as a whole. We want to use there are certain like. I guess for lack of a word, like design, like affordances that you get with being in a digital space in terms of mm -hmm. how you can play, how you can share, how you can collect. And we want to leverage the fact that we're in a di digital space to do stuff that we can't do with our physical toys in terms of rewarding people for collecting and engaging and sharing their collections um, with both, I mean, access to future collections on like a platform level, but also on a per collection level, having different, I mean, a big thing, physical collecting spaces like Chase products and different colorways and there's all that kind of stuff that we can build in that we're that we're uh, building in around dollar collectibles uh, launches okay cool so give me a breakdown if i am just a comic book collector or i'm you know i'm, I'm a big fan of spawn i'm a big fan of mcfarlane which i am actually like all of those things i i, I, I want you guys to let me interview mcfarlane you haven't so far but you really should do that i'll, I'll give you a feature <laughs> But um, say right. I'm one of those guys, but I'm just generally not yet in the NFT space, or at least not heavy into it. What is the way to proceed? What is the what is your best deal? What is the way to get as involved as as possible in what you're doing right now? Yeah. So the first thing is um, our first drop, which we announced today. What we're going to be doing is tracking um, engagement on the physical toy store through the month of November, and basically. Um, while supplies last, anybody who purchases over $100 worth of physical collectibles on that toy store and uses the code digital at checkout gets, um, gets access to the first uh, drop, which is going to be the, we're calling it the Spawn Launch Series, and it features Spawn, Clown, and Redeemer. Um, so for us, this was a bit, and they get that for free with uh, as the free digital collectible with that physical purchase. So the idea here was to, Connect it back to the physical physical purchases. Um, really show how it's like we're trying to do it as like a value add and really show like the value in the space, um, as well as use this time because it is a. If you're new to the physical, if you're new, I should say, if you're from the physical side and you're new to the digital side, there is uh -huh. a lot of education and onboarding that needs to happen in terms of what does it mean to set up a wallet to holds to hold collectibles that that ownership process in the digital space and that gives us time to build this and explain it and basically educate our own audience that we're reaching on the physical side all right that is that is fantastic um we're going to come back to you i want to talk to a few of these guests it looks like uh j-rod we're going to have somebody from decentraland uh jump in uh, uh, with us shortly so that's nice. cool Nice. Stick stick around for Decentraland. Apparently, my co my my uh, contacts are coming through for me. But in the meantime, yeah. let me let me just 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 drop over to my friend Jillian. Jillian, tell me about Block Leaders. Oh, you're so kind, Justin. Thank you so much. Um, Block Leaders is an online line. Um, it's not a news site. It's more about features. It features the, the leaders in blockchain. And it was, I established it with another co-founder back in 2018. So we're almost OG, you know, uh, been going ever since. And with my partner now, with Lisa Gibbons, we have a lot of fun because we get to interview, we do a lot of founder interviews. 
And um, I know you were saying at the start how you like this this Twitter Twitter Spaces format because you get to talk to lots of different people. Um, it's kind of nice too because we're not we're not I don't know no one tells us who to talk to. So we talk to big names like you know the Tim Drapers. We also talk to like quirky names as well. So if someone if finds someone interesting, we can interview them. And uh, we have a lot of fun doing that because people are just like interesting. That's what we, we like to call ourselves the Vanity Fair of Web three. <laughs> I love it. That's that's a great tagline. Your focus on talking about the people and, and not just the projects, but kind of focusing on the people making them happen is uh, has always kind of been an inspiration to me. Like it, uh, for the past couple of years, I sort of uh, went in the same direction in that sense. So, um, yeah. so yeah, that, that, that is very cool. And, and you've got... Uh, You've done a lot of things. You've uh, run for public <laughs> office. You've you've ran yeah. for parliament. You changed uh, laws in Ireland uh, around uh, around bankruptcy and running for office, for example. Uh, you, yeah. You're kind of a, a, a dynamic uh, wonder of a person. So, like, what what are you up to right now? I know that you have a, a NFT uh, that you'd like to an NFT series you want to pitch. Yeah, no, I just, I, you know, I, I kind of like a, a jack of all trades and master of none at this stage. And that's what I love about Web3 because you can try anything. And over lockdown, I did not make spelt bread. I did not do the garden. I did not redecorate my house. Instead, I tried to be arty farty and I did paintings and then I did uh, uh, sketches and I did I did a couple of uh, NFT uh, collections. I did one on wax and we ended up with, um, I sold out. It was only so small. I, mean, we, I don't know, maybe there was. 12 to 3,000 things. We sold out in eight minutes. Now, there were some family and friends helping me, that's for sure. It was kind of cool. But the one I'm doing at the moment, or I'm doing a couple things at the moment, these are just fun things. My, my core business is writing. Writing is what I do. People's what I do. And I like, you know, going to events. Events have all opened up again. We were in NFT NYC back in London, Zebu Live, Crypto AM in, in London in November. But one little thing, that's kind of fun because I discovered, as you guys probably are much more aware than I am, the AI and the, the GAN um, development of, of art. So it's a generative uh -huh. adversarial network. So you have the, so I did a project on, um, it was a site, the Polygon uh, project on ArtMime. Um, right. ArtMime right. is called Becoming Jill. And before, the reason why I ran for parliament, I did all that law changing was that the banks took my home in 2010, I think. So I became an absolute raving accidental uh, activist against the banks. But before they took my house, a beautiful Georgian manor house, so like a lovely three-story, two-story basement house, I did a naked shoot in there, as you do <laughs> when your when your house is going to be wrenched from you by the vast bastard, bastardly, dastardly. I don't think let's say the bastard banks. So I did bastardly this shoot. works. You could say bastardly. <laughs> bastardly. <laughs> well, they were all those words together and more. So um, and I did the shoot, and I had a lot of fun. It was very discreet. It wasn't. There was nothing. It was just. It was a lot of fun to do, though. This is back in 20, 2010, I think it is. But with this project, I use the art, the, the, the software, take all these pictures and create these absolutely wonderful, amazing, crazy, weird stuff, which is just, and some of it you can see, some of it's me in the house, some of it's, 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 I love it. So that was a lot of fun. And then I also, I'm doing another series of projects. This is just purely for fun now with um, uh, Night Cafe, Night Cafe, which is, this is text to art. So it's like the uh, mid journey. There's a different one, and that is a lot of fun. I, when I have time, I, I key in a couple of words about how I feel, and then it produces these this this, this images. I'm going, oh my god, that's such fun! And some are a bit near, but some are a lot of oh. fun. So I can I put up open sea, and one of these days I'm go I'm going to be discovered. I'm going to be an overnight success before I hit sixty, Justin. 
<laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I'm, I'm pushing 50, but I, I, I intend to live to be 125. I've still got 75 years to see where all of this will lead. Um, uh, Jillian, uh, where can people find you? Or should they just be looking under Jillian Godsell on OpenSea yeah. or what? Yeah, I'm there on OpenSea with my my, my pictures with uh, Ruby Wax happened to be in Dublin a couple of years ago. Um, so yeah, use my name, Jillian Godsell. You can see it here on the basis. So it's Jillian with a J and Godsell with a G. And it's in artline.playform.io. It's a bit of a handful. I might put it in the thing afterwards, the Becoming Jill. And then the OpenSea is just like some other stuff. Or blockleaders.io. So I have a lot of fun in a lot of things. Writing is my core business um, and chairing conferences. I love that. But this art stuff, I am just, it, it energizes me in a way that is just, it's playful, it's fun, it's serious. Um, and um, yeah, uh -huh. yeah, I'm loving it. Thank you for letting me share. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, glad to have you here, Jillian. You're welcome anytime. Everyone is really welcome anytime. We'd love to platform you. Everyone check out um, blockleaders.io. I love the uh, people-focused, insightful articles, and, and I'm happy to talk to Jillian anytime. But let's go ahead and bring uh, Kim Courier from Decentraland on. Uh, she's going to be talking to us about a, uh, a Decentraland-based Metaverse Music Festival on November 10th through the 13th. Hello. How are you, Kim? Good to have you here. Hi, hey. everyone. Nice to have you. Nice to join. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you so much for, uh, for being here on, uh, on such short notice. I really appreciate it. Um, so uh, tell us about this festival. What's going on? Who's going to be there? What's the goal? Absolutely. So we are hosting the second annual Metaverse Music Festival in Decentraland. It, as you mentioned, it's going to kick off November 10th. It's going to be four days, 100 plus artists um, and different stages throughout. So it'll be over 15 stages. So we have multiple partners that are curating different stages from the community. Um, some exciting headliners we have. We have Ozzy Osbourne and the OzFest tour, Dylan Francis, Soldier Boy, um, the award-winning Chinese idol group, SNH48, uh, crypto punk rapper Spotty Wi-Fi. So a huge range of artists that are going to be participating. So we're really excited to see what they're all bringing to the stage. That's fantastic. So how are you going to recreate kind of that festival feeling? Like, because, <laughs> you know, it isn't just about uh, standing there and listening to music. People could do that in their living rooms, right? I mean, which I guess they could do this in their living rooms too. But like, what about the feeling of uh, interacting with the the the, the sweaty uh, the sweaty crowd and not being out, you know, buying bottles of water for seven dollars <laughs> yeah. and and standing in line? What about all that stuff? <laughs> Hopefully, a little less sweat. But we plan to have um, a bunch of different activations for people to participate in. One of the things is emotes, where our community can create signature dance moves um, that they could do throughout the festival. So we definitely will be seeing a little bit of like, you know, that mosh pit dance vibe that we expect to see. Um, uh -huh. so that's going to be really exciting. And then, I mean, we have a port which is a virtual porta potty experience. I can't give away too much, but that could be a fun thing to go. Hopefully not yeah, crazy long lines, you, you know? <laughs> is, it is it horrifying? 
it shouldn't be too horrifying but there there's fun things where you can teleport through different parts of the 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 um event and the oh, festival oh god so. And if you and if you if you teleport into the portaloo, what you you end up at the tank below or something? That's that's terrible. We'll we'll see. Um, there's different ways to to port back and forth between stages, so that'll be the fun stuff. But the portaloo, um, I know was a hit last year. Um, but we have a follow the white rabbit experience, and then um, we also have some different characters that you can follow throughout the festival to go from stage to stage. So. Um, for example, Soldier Boy will be on our LimeWire stage and then being able to go over to kind of the main stage that um, is presented by Kraken. So that's where we'll have some uh, other artists such as Vladimir Kashimar um, from Universal Music France. So such a good range of artists across the board. So if you're really into hip hop, you can go see an artist and then switch right over to pop or classical or EDM kind of whatever your musical vibe is and jump around. Connect with me uh, on Twitter about, I, I would love to, uh, I would love to hear more about this. So I, I would love, you know, maybe, maybe we'll write something up about this. That, that's very cool. That's very cool. Absolutely. Um, and by the way, everyone, please remember to go ahead and, and, and like, you know, anybody who is a host or a speaker on here, you know, it is hard to just kind of randomly go through uh, death scroll Twitter, doom scroll Twitter, I should say, and uh, find people who are going to talk about Web3 and not constantly spam you with like pumping one coin or another. But these are those people. We have substantive projects to talk about here. That's what everybody uh, that that's that's what everybody's here for. So it's it's a good way to find some people you can add to your list or go ahead and and follow. Please do so and support the show and like tweets about the show and share it and all that stuff. I think it's it's fantastic that the Central Land was able to drop in and talk to us today. Uh, hey, are are you doing anything, Kim? Uh, uh, just as a follow up question, what are you doing for uh, for uh, uh, Cryptoween? Does the Central Land have anything in mind for Cryptoween? I was just going to say, yeah, Halloween, um, we have a five-day quest festival that just started with Dapcraft. Um, day one just launched a few hours ago. So if anyone would like to jump in, um, I just retweeted not too long ago the quest video and the link to the activities. Um, but there's five days of quests. Each quest ends in a wearable prize. Um, but there's very spooky. I was just exploring the world before I jumped in here to go around and really see the experience. Um, it's unique experiences that were created just for Halloween. So get your costumes on and we'll, we'll meet you in world. Oh, wow. That's great. That, eh? that's, that's, that's super cool. Yeah. I'm super hyped. I, I'm hyped right now. <laughs> yeah. <it's... laughs> Mary, Mary, you raise your hand. I know Carlos, you raise your hand a, a while back. Sorry. Uh, both, please. It's, it's okay. And I want to thank again uh, Benzinga and J-Rod and Justin um, for, you know, having this space. Um, it's my first time in crypto open mic, so I'm super excited to hear about all the projects that come up here. And, of course, if I raise my hand at the same time as Carlos Garcia, um, I definitely will talk first. Love you, Carlos. Um, but it's super I'm, – I'm honored to be on stage with Decentraland and hear about, you know, your music fest and everything. And there's so many – cool uh projects in here i saw women of basketball earlier in the mcfarland toys that was really cool to learn about too 
Very cool. So, 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 Mary, tell us about what you're up to. What, what, what kind of what, what projects are you working on right now? Um, first of all, as Jose knows, it's Mary Beth. Um, but it is my first time. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. Um, so I am, uh, I currently work with MetaFans, which is an amazing uh, NFT community base, but they're all about the technology. So like surface level, people might know about the NFTs that MetaFans makes like, oh, we play Survivor, uh-huh. Survivor League and football, whatever. Um, but what they do provide is holders with um, real life experiences, whether it's at game, tailgating parties, um, and they have bigger giveaways like thanksgiving day at the miami dolphins or super bowl experiences so which is really cool um and i'm a proud family member of ryan labs which uh owns crooks nft and humanoids i'm on the boring side the operational side but it's the important side that not many people see um but in miami i will be there november 20 well pre-thanksgiving actually i do have family there i'll be there november 28th for decentraland november 30th for web3 summits and i will see so many people at the satellite events around art week so yeah you know real real question what is it like to be on the operational side of a big nft project you know because for me at least from a reporter's point of view reaching out to uh, like major active nft projects is like up there with when i used to maybe try and correspond with regional theaters and and like uh, you know th- things like it's like 100 percent art, art artist people and creative types and and my it makes it very hard to get things done. <laughs> so, so how do you do it? i'm gonna i'm just gonna say it as i experience it every day um so for just fyi i have a pr background so it's almost like the opposite right like instead of me reaching out a lot of people try to reach out to me but Uh so you have let's say you have ten thousand nfts right times Uh that by two communities let's say you have like four thousand unique holders per community right okay so about a community of like ten thousand okay and then while Many, you know, NFT holders, and this goes for a lot of, you know, the bigger NFT projects that are still active. They're always like, when new hoodie, when merch, when I'm in the background, you know, working with like, okay, um, my meeting with the crypto accountant starts in 15 minutes. Okay, where's our legal filing at with this and that? And then you have people, when marketing, I'm like, do you understand how much a real marketing agency, it's not like two ETH, it's more like 200,000, you know, minimum campaign, if not more. So let's slow our rolls. Meanwhile, uh, make sure we get our trademarks here and there. And it's everything that nobody sees, but is uh-huh. like the backbone of business, right? So um, that is just a tiny glimpse of a, a day in my life. And, are, and, and when's and, movie and night people... i don't know when movie night is go look in the discord <laughs> thanks for joining mary thanks for joining it, it, it's funny that people dispense with the use of the word is to save time <laughs> um and i assume you're you're mary beth but not your last name is not sales i imagine Oh my gosh, mi apellido es Sales. My last name is Sales. Yes, I know. I 
I've had a tough name my entire life, so. Oh, <laughs> yeah. My last name being Roberti, I've been called Robert Robertson and Roberto my entire life. <laughs> so, so I can <laughs> I can relate a little bit. But um, okay, well I'm I've I've screwed up your name twice now. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and move on to uh, let who who shall we move on to? Do you want to talk to? Uh, let's go to Carlos. Let's go. Let's go talk to yeah. Carlos. Carlos, raise your hand. Hello, a while back. GM, GM, everyone, how's it going? Um, cool space. Uh, I, I love the open mic concept with crypto. Um, it, you know, I, I think uh, a lot of times you hop into these rooms and there's kind of like an agenda, but having open mics is really what I view as one of the most important That's- educational platforms for, you know, being out here, just having some open discussion. Um, so, That's yeah. Idea. yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, d- that's a that's an awesome idea and uh you know i i've um kind of been around the space for a couple of years now uh really started more on the nft side uh just representing projects that were you know really it's like the tech startup industry and uh and then i'm slowly moving into the uh the crypto arena i think a lot of people conflate uh crypto and nfts at least from a legal perspective two very different things there's there's a sort of interesting dichotomy going on there but um yeah great to be here and and if there's if i can add any value other than these very simple opening remarks let me know but um you know i, I like what you guys are doing here amazing uh, just, just tell us uh, just tell us uh, un- unequivocally where bitcoin's gonna end at the end of 2022 yeah yeah no uh totally uh and and you know what i should do i'll give the obligatory like nothing that we say up here is financial or legal advice right Uh, (laughs) just get out your crystal ball and just tell us exactly what's going to happen we can make a bunch of money how about this i'll give you a question and and this is really more for for the folks that have been around crypto really heavily for the last few years um what, what do you guys think of regulation right now? I mean, do you guys think we need more or less? Do you, do you think, um, and I'll give you my take. I think a lot of things, this is a hot take, a lot, a lot of the ICOs that came, especially early days, this, you know, with the altcoin craze, a lot of things that I would say are securities. Um, I know that's, that's not a popular opinion, but definitely something to be cognizant of because I think at some point, Regulation will catch up, but what are you guys seeing just in terms of these projects? Do they are are people taking into consideration regulation a lot more? Is you know where, where are things at with that? Well, man, you, you are the lawyer here. You should tell us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I wish I could tell you. I wish I did have some good guidance. I, out of I, I've been in the legal field for almost twenty years now, well, and uh, advising in the uh, in the crypto NFT arena specifically when it comes to securities is just a gray area. Tricky niche. Super new. Yeah. There's like there's like no experience at all. How 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 do you manage to survive in that like wild space? How do you manage to find clients? Not not to say your secrets, right? But it's curious. Yeah, no, I'm like uh, an open source lawyer. Right. So I, I don't have, I, I, uh, I, I openly share all the uh, quote unquote secrets with folks, but um, I'll, I'll tell you it's right now. The name of the game is how close can you get to being compliant with existing laws and regulation? Uh, we have a few things on the table right now, at least in the U S uh, you know, we have uh, Loomis Gillibrand. 
We'll see what happens with the executive mm -hmm. order and, and this sort of uh, mass onslaught of recommendations that are being made right now by different government entities. Uh, you look over, over the pond and, and you see what's going on with MICA. Um, so here's what I think. I think the best route for anybody to operate safely in this space is to just figure out how to apply existing laws to what you're doing. There, there's also this misconception out there that Web3 is the Wild West and there are different laws that apply. I can tell you that that's not the case. We, use, we, we got this handle a while back, Web3 Lawyers. And so a lot of people think there's like this different set of Web3 laws. That's not the case. There, there are existing laws that we just kind of take and, and apply to this new disruptive technology. Um, and that's kind of like what the landscape looks like right now. Do, do you do you not look at the uh, at at the warm uh, the warm compassionate face of Gary Gensler and 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 see the man that is going to going to going to embrace all of us in in the uh, Web three space and lead us out of this bear market? Yeah, Papa G, what what a great guy. Um, no, I, look, I I think he's a pretty intelligent person i actually one of the earliest courses that i i went through in blockchain was the the mit open courseware where, where he taught a blockchain class right so i think he knows what he's talking about but there's um there's sort of a tension right now with uh i i think when when people look at the digital asset space they say okay is this like a retail consumer sort of investment model what do we have here I think in some ways it is. Um, it's probably more clear on the crypto side when there's a security. On the NFT side, uh, there's a lot of different things that are being done with utility out there that really change the dynamics. And if you look at the, the newest guidance, all right, the newest guidance is like 2019, this, this paper that the SEC put out. And um, it talks about things like active participants, essential managerial efforts. And I think... Um, can, and, and if I, I can, I'll just to set the table here uh, for some of the discussion. There's this little thing called the Howey test. I'm sure everybody up here on stage has heard of it before. Um, but it basically is the test to see if something's a security. And it asks, is there an investment of money in a common enterprise with the expectation of profits based on the efforts of others? That last part, based on the efforts of others, gets kind of hairy when you get into the NFT side of things. Um, so, Why? NFT, yeah. it has yeah, like a yeah. background, like like an artist or maybe a property. Why why it gets uh, like strange in that part for you? Well, because there's this aspect of participation. You know, how much does somebody have to participate to make it such that it's not you know the profits aren't derived from the efforts of others? I think that's where you're going to see a lot of litigation. Oh, okay. Um, Yes. Yeah, so right. I, I don't. I don't know. Uh, stealing other people's IP is uh, is pretty much a family tradition in the NFT space right now. Oh yeah, and so I'll give you guys a, a little sort of interesting thing. I, so I I I I was kind of like the nerd at the ABA that was like, we need a, a subcommittee on this stuff, right? So uh, I was very very fortunate to be elected the subcommittee chair of the committee on NFTs and intellectual property, and it has been a very crazy space to operate in right now. The sort of the flavor of the week is AI generated art. Um, but I, and, and I'll say this potentially to the detriment of part of our portfolio here at the firm. I don't think that 
that these large IP plays are going to be super sustainable. Not every company is going to come out and be a Yuga Labs uh, or a Gutter Cat Gang or, or one of the other you know major projects that's that's able to utilize IP. And um, really what we're doing is kind of taking a step back and saying, all right, here's, here's some principles that we're getting from these NFT projects. Uh, you know, what, what can you take from the community aspect of things? Are there, you know, are there some tests or are there some test cases out there that may not be so apparent that would lead us to some, you know, sustainable, scalable enterprise business type solutions? Um so, yeah, I know that's a lot. To, it's like a fire hose every time we have these talks because you can go into so many different things. There's a lot of a lot of different aspects of it to touch on. And, and going back to basics, if you have to say the five most common questions you receive, what are they? Uh, I would say I would actually kind of limit it down to, to three. Um, number one, uh, probably one of the most common questions I get uh, with NFT projects, especially is, uh, is, is this a security? Like if, I, if I'm launching a project and part of my marketing scheme uh, is saying, you know, you're going to buy this and then you'll get, you know, this will increase in value or you're going to get something of value. Um, so that's, that's a really common question. Uh, the next is, you know, how, how far can I push the boundaries of intellectual property? So, You'll see some derivative works out there for NFT projects, but also for established uh, IP portfolios. Like you go look at some collections and they have, um, you know, maybe they'll have like a, a trait on one of their NFTs that's from Star Wars or something, you know, like an R2D2 type trait or something. So, so that's another big question that comes up. How, you know, how, how different does this have to be? Um, and probably the last question that, that comes up a lot has to do with taxes. Like what, what happens as I'm creating commerce in the digital asset space? How is this going to be taxed? Um, so those are the three big ticket items that, that I see that we get frequently over here. And like you, you try, like you work related to digital art or you're expecting the NFT market to start uh, like being present in real estate and identity, et cetera. Oh, yeah, I think so in the long term, I see the real value coming from scalable business solutions like uh, on-chain document management. Uh, I guess, you know, it, it would be great if we lived in this world where uh, take real estate transactions, for example. Okay, you, you have to go look at a property, you put an offer in, it takes, you know, 30 days to close because they have to make sure there's no clouds on title or anything like that. Um, if you can take some blockchain concepts and apply that there. Uh, you know, maybe you take a, uh, a transaction that takes 30, 45 days to close and, and you turn it into a, a, you know, a 30 second transaction. Um, so I think, yeah, totally. Thing, you know, and, and the other thing, um, and I, I won't get too soapboxy here, but like, you know, at least in this country, we have kind of a, a broken healthcare and an insurance billing system. You know, I think there's some solutions to be had there. Um, but those are like the big real world problems that I think we're moving towards solving with blockchain technology. Um, and then you have the, you know, the concept of the metaverse. I know Decentraland was in here just a little bit ago. Uh, right now, we are communicating so much through these digital interfaces. Uh, you know, we're up here talking on, on spaces right now. What would this look like if we could, uh, you know, see some avatar or a picture or something where, where you can read some emotion, some facial expressions, some, some body movements. So um, there's just, there, there's a, a lot of big 
problems potentially uh, that get solved by this technology. Perfect. But I hope I didn't put everyone to sleep. <laughs> no, 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 that was super interesting. Thank you so no, much, Carlos. Fantastic. I'm actually going to have to jump off to do an interview in the next uh, couple of minutes. Uh, Jerry, get, I want to make sure that we get, we get a chance to uh, have everyone who is a speaker go ahead and, and do their thing. Okay, anyone else? Yeah, hey everyone, how's it going? I've been really enjoying this conversation. Hello to Mary Beth, who I've had the pleasure of being in some Twitter spaces for Web3 Summits. She knows Carrie, who's the COO, and they just gel, and I, I love her humor that she brings to spaces as well. Uh, Jillian, hello, nice hearing your background and what you're up to on becoming an overnight citizen success. And then Carlos, I always love listening to all the lawyers in the space. I always tell people that they need to listen to the lawyers so they don't get themselves in hot water. You don't want to have a lawyer later on in your project. You want to do that before you start your project so that you can avoid any uh, issues down the road. So you, you guys are very, very much needed in this space. Uh, but I love coming to this open mic because it is probably the best way to connect with people and to learn about what's going on in the space. Um, I, I love that transfer of information. Myself, I work and consult for conferences. Currently I'm consulting and uh, getting speaker relations and uh, sponsor relations for the first women in Web3 conference that's happening in 32 days at the Miami Airport Convention Center. I'm very excited for this one just because I haven't seen anything like this uh, in the U.S. We are followed by the first one that happened in Paris, which was the first one in the world. Um, and we've gotten to speak with their team just to see what their learnings was, what the impact was, what women and men attending the conference actually want to take away from this. So I, I always enjoy coming to these types of spaces, going to conferences. That's really the quickest way to learn what's going on and to connect with people. That's this very, very exciting to be in spaces like all day long, connecting with CEOs, CMOs, uh, investors. I, I highly encourage anybody to, if they're looking to make it in the space, to come to these types of open mics. You never know who you're going to meet. Um, so just grateful to be here. That's great. And we're grateful to have you, uh, Rox. It's always good to, to speak to you. You know, I, I know that you're very much about connecting. And, and I think that that's kind of what, uh, you know, Web3 is about in a greater sense, really. Uh, certainly Twitter spaces as well. So it, it's great to have you on any of these shows. All right. Well, cool. Um, I, you know, thank you, everyone. Has everyone who was going to speak gotten a chance to speak today? Is this has this happened? Or what about uh, what about CD, for example? No, I actually just popped in. Um, so I have really heard a lot of what you guys said, but um, what Mary said was pretty nice. So I guess um, that's kind of all I kind of got today but um thanks for having me up and having the show so that's all kind of um, thank you thank you very much well you know we actually we do have someone else here as well we have uh, a contributor from uh, Hubble Protocol uh, who came on today Let, let's see we have uh, 
Akil, or I'm trying to see if we if we have them on. Uh, raise your hand if you if you are on with us, Hubble Protocol. No, maybe not. Maybe we, maybe we lost them at this point. Well, I'm sorry if that didn't work out today. But as always, like I love the uh, frenetic energy that goes on here. I love uh, like all the speakers that we that we're able to uh, that we're able to. Oh, here we go. We're going to go ahead and improve them. Actually, if we can do that. Uh, we, uh, I love all of the different points of view. Um, Akil, how are you? I'm doing, uh, I'm doing quite well. How about yourselves? You, uh, I've got to, good, thank you. I've got, I've got to apologize, uh, right off the bat. You guys are getting the, the short end of the stick. The ones that are more eloquent on the, on the Hubble and the Camino side are the, are the two founders and, uh, <clears throat> and Mark. So you guys are, are stuck with a, a mere marketer on uh, <laughs> who's joining you guys. So there's going to be a lot of talk and not a lot of substance, I'm afraid. <laughs> well, you know, why don't you give us an overview of what the news is around uh, Hubble Protocol uh, to begin with? I, I know that you are, you, you know, you're doing a DeFi in Solana right now, but I believe you have some news to bring us as well. Yeah, so there's kind of a, there, there's a few things that we've done on, on the Hubble side. I think the, the most recent one is... Um, the fact that we've we've announced the the ability to collateralize K tokens um, and and close the loop as it were, and I think that that's a good segue over to um, the uh, kind of not another product that we have, but another product that we're all core contributors to, um, which has been incubated by Hubble, which is Camino. Um, it launched just around six or seven weeks ago, but it feels like a year uh, now. Um, and it basically allows you to kind of um, automate what you're doing on top of. Um, uh, on top of Orca whirlpools. So it allows you to kind of set the ranges um, that you want and to optimize. So automate um, your liquidity positions as it were. Um, kind of on, the, on the, the, the back of that, we've had a few things, we've been churning things out pretty hot and fast. So um, as, a, <laughs> as a marketer, I should probably be firing these out like a machine gun. Um, but just to gather my thoughts, I think uh, today, we, we pushed out uh, the idea that we've got auto staking with Lido Finance um, for the Sol ST Sol vaults. Um, prior to that, um, we had K Hey, Sonny. Oh, yep. We, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, prior to that, we had uh, K tokens that went live on Solend. But again, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm trying to avoid just doing the hard pitch to you guys because I'm sure uh, at, the, at the end of a, a long space, is the last thing you need is is somebody just pitching off every feature that they can they can muster on um, this late in the evening. <laughs> Don't worry, it's all good. Don't worry. But one thing that I, I will say, um, as an aside, is you know we just came back from three weeks spent in uh, in South America in Colombia, which, as you guys can imagine, was absolutely all work, no fun, just slaving away. And I, you know, I put up my hands and I jumped on that grenade on behalf of, of Hubble and Camino. Um, stopped by, you know, Cosmoverse. We did the uh, Hacker House in Bogota, um, as well as uh, DevCon. And we're, we're back for a short while before we, we head off to, to Portugal for a few more conferences. And one thing that I can say is, you know, it, it becomes this, there's this thought that people talk about DeFi being truly global or there being this financial paradigm that we're all contributing to, which is, um, you know, achieving X or doing Y. I'd not been to the South American market before. I'd not dealt with builders in the South American market before. And one thing I can say is, you know, when we all as a group, and, and we're all DeFi people, DGENs to one degree, but people who are trying to make a change, when we talk about the change that we're looking to see in the world, 
going there and, and seeing the way that people are trying to counter issues with inflation, um, the way that people are able to send money um, between you know, states, seeing the way that people are trying to rethink banking and finance in general, it's, it, it, it really made me come back kind of refreshed. Um, it, it, it's, it's made me think very long and hard around this commitment that we've all made to DeFi and the idea that we are all in our own little way, whether it's an, uh, you know, um, a game project that's working on play to earn or whether it's a DeFi project like ours that I'm only scratching the surface on. We're all trying to make an impact and we're all trying to make a change. And I think it, it makes me very proud to be here at the point that we're in, but it also really drives me just to say thank you to everybody that's on this, that's on this call right now to say thank you for what you're doing. Because even if I don't know exactly what you're doing, I think that we're all in it together and we're all moving things forward. And I don't think enough people get patted on the back. Amen. Yeah, absolutely. Amen. I, I, you know, thank you so much. Hey, J-Rod, I don't know. We can keep going if you want. I've actually got to jump off to go do an interview. But, yeah, and, me uh, too, if, Justin. I had to jump off, yep. You guys are all amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming to speak to us today. If you didn't get a chance to speak or you didn't get a chance to speak enough, that's fine. We'll have you back on. Just let, just DM me and let me know. Follow everyone who's been speaking today. This is a powerful community. I already love the way it's shaping up. We're only on our fourth episode, so this is going to be awesome. Thank you, and we'll talk to you soon. Peace out. Take care of yourselves, and we'll see you uh, on Tuesday, where I believe we're going to have Rarible come and join us. So that It'll be yes, fun. Yes, sir. Talk Just to say you guys 1 p.m. Eastern. 1 p.m. Eastern. Yes, right. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks, you. everyone. Bye-bye. It's been Bye. a pleasure.